All right, all right, all right. That's right. The old greeting is back. And you are listening to Tater Talk, recorded here in the still pretty nice South Florida, bringing you all of the crisp like fall leaves, crispiest of business. Crunch, 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 crunch. I'm glad you're there. I was, yeah, I'm so happy. And I'm just a young Anna Klumsky trying to befriend Christina Ricci and escape my abusive stepdad and hunt for gold in a mountain, Anthony. You know, that, that's interesting, because uh, I'm just the guy at a summer camp trying to get some, some fun stuff going on, and then this weird girl keeps on coming up to me. I just want to be left alone. Brian. I am clearly Samuel L. Jackson, just being the most badass mofo, helping some chick out when she really freaking needs it. Joe. Oh, oh, I wish I had taken that one. <laughs> Sorry. Anything? Nothing? Nothing None Joe. of them. None oh no, Black Snake Moan is such a great movie. No. You, you, is it all the same movie? No. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, well then I'm just a uh, son of a wealthy millionaire trying to uh, inspire children to be less or more fit at a summer camp, but they hate me and locked me away in a cabin. Did you finally watch I Heavyweights? Saw, What's your heavyweights. name? My name is Jen. You all finally right. watched Heavyweights? All right. Yeah. Without us. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. Okay, you guys can still watch it with me. I've never seen it, so... Yeah. We'll do this. See, then Mine we can all go see it. Gold Digger, Secret of Bear Mountain. I went with, uh, you know, Adam's Family Values. Classic. I had okay. to Christina Ricci jump on. I had to Black Snake Moan it. Yeah. Right. You could have been, uh, you know, just a girl who's, you know, locked away in a mansion because she's got a pig nose, but whatever. I love that movie. Oh, I, I was torn. Yeah. I was very torn with the Penelope. You could have been a werewolf teenage girl who shows her tits. That's true. <laughs> I could. She was in a West Craven movie. Don't worry about it. Okay. Curse. Oh, I can't curse? remember the name curse? of the movie. I don't know what it is. Yeah, she's like a werewolf. It's a whole thing. Okay. She didn't show it's her tits in that movie, but all the, on the press tour for that movie, every single interview, she was wearing a mesh see-through top, no bra. Nice. Because I think it was like her first movie. Like, yeah. I'm older now. I was not prepared to see her boobs in Black Snake moan the way we did. I was like, oh. It was not okay. I was very like, no, girl, no. But, I mean, they're nice. I think the first yeah. time she showed him was Prozac Nation. I don't remember been, that movie. I don't know. You would, nev- you would never watch I don't, Prozac I maybe Nation. Not a, yeah, I might not have watched that movie. Not a good movie. I still, the copy I have is a, is a stolen copy for one of our ex-friends. <laughs> <laughs> How was that Heavyweights for you, though, Jen? Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah? Yeah, it was, right. Right. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> all right, all right. So it holds up. It does it, it hold up. It. All right, good. You see how basically he's playing the same character in Heavyweights that he plays in Dodgeball? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's the same freaking person. I like to imagine it is the same person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just, like, changed his name and, like, teased his hair out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Owns a gym now. Owns a gym now where he just makes fun of fat people and how. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what he was doing that's in Heavyweights. Like, he yeah, yeah. It's just the same thing, different setting. Instead of kids, he's moved on to adults. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Heavyweights. That's such a great movie. It is. It, it is. I'm glad it, it held up. I'm glad it held up. You yeah. should watch... Gold Digger, Secret of Bear Mountain. Or not. You don't have to. It's funny. It's good. It's okay. There's like a whole um, abuse plot line. It's a kid's movie. Disney movie? You know, I don't know. It might be. But it was kind of like. It's probably owned by them. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Yeah. If, I can find it, if it wasn't, yeah. it is now probably. Yeah, you it's got a coin flip. Two fine. young scamps. <laughs> Christina Ricci and Anna Klumsky. Mm-hmm. Two young scamps. They go on an adventure. Okay. Sprinkle in some mild abuse and alcoholism. Fun. It's a lot of that's a lot of movies there, sir. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of real life. Back in the nineties <laughs> though, kids' movies had no chill. No, well yeah, of course not. 
kids movies like movies like yeah this is for kids like Harriet the Spy no chill uh, like Casper when you really dig into this, the plot of Casper you're like wow this movie has no chill like mm-hmm. he gets to come back for one day and then he has to be a ghost again after he kisses her cool you've just ruined that girl for every other guy in the world <laughs> like <laughs> I mean it's uh, who, who played him as well? Was it... Uh, it Devin was Devin Sawa. Sawa. Sawa, there it is. Yeah, Was yeah, yeah. the human him. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. the kid that they had doing the voice of Casper, I, this is the worst thing. I remember I listened to the commentary on one of the early things. The director was like, yeah, we originally wanted him to play the, um, or, you know, Casper in human form. But when we saw him and Christina together, just, it was like, that girl would never kiss him. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, "Shit, guys! <laughs> oh. I hope you didn't say that to him." They're just keeping it real. They're just keeping it real. But again, who wouldn't kiss Devin Sow in the '90s? Come on, that's true. <laughs> Come on, he was a babe. He's a babe now. Is he still good looking? Yeah, he's still pretty good looking. Oh, good he was in uh, La Femme de Hita, the new Nikita series. The oh. not the Peter Wilson. No, no, yeah. no, the new Nikita the new series. One. Yeah, oh. Nikita. Nikita. Yeah, Nikita. CW. No, no, it was um, La Femme. De- you ever heard of La Femme de Nikita? A little bit. No, you haven't. Oh, girl. It was we need the, to have like, think, like a whole marathon day. Yeah, I think it was an FX show. I think it was yeah, FX. It might have been TNT. Or USA, one of those. One of those things, things yeah. But yeah, like the Femme right. was like a series of like movies-ish and then t- yeah. TV series. You could argue it's the proto for everything Luc Besson has ever done. Yeah. But the, the TV series is great. Isn't Maggie Q in it, one of them? In the new one, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. she's I the main character of, of Nikita. Yeah, okay. I thought that I thought it was on CW, which bad. is technically a continuation of La Femme Nikita, even Nikita. though, yeah, even, even though they okay. redo the open, they, I think they have to do that beginning stuff every single time. Yeah. It just is what it is. The best part about the TV series, Jen, you got to watch it and play man or woman because it's either Peter Wilson or the most masculine stuntman stuntmaning her ever. <laughs> they 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 did not get thin. Small Clearly, they couldn't find it. a steam, female stunt woman somehow. Yeah. Zena could do it, yeah, but they couldn't. Everybody, Zoe Bell was way too busy. <laughs> Apparently, but you'd see like scenes where like Peter Wilson, who's already a butch-looking chick, mm-hmm. he's a handsome woman, and you'd see her like begin to run down a hallway. And <laughs> Joe and I used to laugh. Oh. It'd be a wide shot of just an obviously a dude trucking down, just <laughs> and, oh, yeah, she, she, with a the, bad wig on in the in the very opening. Like she yeah. she goes through like a, a gar- not a garbage chute, like a laundry chute, uh, and yeah. it's clearly Peter Wilson enters the laundry chute, legs go in, and then the person who jumps out of that laundry chute at the bottom is like a dude with kind no of shaved a, legs. Yeah, with no like, and the guy's like just like 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 lumbering <laughs> down the like the alleyway to get out of there, and it's very like no. Well, it's like if you ever want to laugh about that kind of thing, watch um. Flash dance in the scene where she's auditioning uh they had to bring in a male break dancer and he refused to shave his legs or his mustache so if you pause it a couple times when he's doing like the spin or some of the moves you'll see like a bitching mustache on Damn. on her because they brought him in because he had the same body size and he could do all the moves oh, obviously that's so funny mm-hmm. yeah. uh jennifer bill couldn't but uh yeah nice, nice that's 80s amazing. like bushy don't talk to him mustache nice the tom Selleck. the tom Selleck, but yeah. not attractive I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's called the Burt Reynolds. I was going to say, that the Burt the, Reynolds. The Reynolds. There you go. All right. All right. Well, let's get on to some comics, guys. Let's, 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 let's foray out of the 80s and the movies into the comics area. Uh, so, dun, Jen, dun, what, dun, did, dun. No. what did you read? <laughs> I read The Last God, book two. Ooh. So, you did uh, You ended up continuing on with it. Yes. Does it get better? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> yes. Okay. I read it last week as well. Okay. Did you have to reread a bunch of it because you don't know anybody's name 
And as they oh. continued to say everybody's name and all these different names, I was like, "Is it? This is part of a flashback? Are they talking about the person that I know right now, or are they I talking had, about somebody else?" I had to, I had to read it twice. I, I okay, straight good. up got to the end. I was like, "Well, I didn't get half of that," and so I went all the way back to page <laughs> one and I read it again because I was like, "Well, I'm gonna talk about the podcast. I have to at least like kind oh, of know no. what's going on." You just want to um, read that opening line over and over. Didn't oh you? yes, nothing quite like nothing quite gives you the air of confidence like. Panel one, like a ripe pair of tits. Great way to start book two. First, first words too. Literally first words. I mean, it's like this gore. It's the art's still very pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then then the second bu- uh, bubble is. I, I'm pretty sure, like, a straight up threat of rape on a random person. <laughs> Hey, so, that's how you that's how you start them good. That's how but, you start a good comic. Uh, I feel like they heard our, our gripes about why this is a black label book in the last podcast, and they decided, well, we're going to kick it up a notch and make sure you know why this is a black label book. We're going to put some tits in I there. I don't know why, but I see that line being said in like the shittiest, weirdest, grossest Cockney, like, like a right pair of tits. Like, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. not like a nice upper crust Star Trek no, accent. These are like raiders. It's like the whole, it's like Bert from Mary Poppins' British accent. <laughs> I just, I mean, when... Wouldn't that have made Mary Poppins if different? If you need to annotate your flashbacks with a symbol, maybe you're doing something wrong. All right? Like, because <laughs> they do it with 30 years in the in the past, and then it, which is the story of how um, the king and queen met. Okay. And then they do the current thing where the king is a ginormous Eldrick horror monster. Tree tentacle monster. Tree tentacle monster. And his wife's trying to get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Peace. Goodbye. Well, no, actually, she aggressively is like, no, we can't leave. We can't leave. We have to stay and fight the battle. It's like, girl. Girl. No. But she does take the time to be aggressive to the one um, slave dude she did not like in the first book. The gladiator. Uh She literally, he's saving her on a horse. The horse jumps, and she takes that opportunity moment to just like, jab her elbow into his face and him flying off the horse and I, I actually got very confused in the next panel because they're like trying to escape I, but apparently she did that after there was like they had gotten out so <laughs> well because I thought he was like they were like oh I was like oh shit did she just like really scrub they show him falling off the horse I thought that they mm-hmm. left and I him thought, like yes. she left him but he's in two panels later oh uh, okay and it was I had it, I had to read read that part like three times to really really get in there um look it's more of book one okay it's just more confusing and there's no reason bad language should make your book edgy i mean i mean i guess that's what it does <laughs> not only bad not I only, not not only there, like there you go. i'm edgy <laughs> I, I i'm i did not appreciate this book um all and part of it is exactly what you said, Joe. I, when it has those stupid, like, high fantasy names. And we were only one book in. The other book was last month. I don't it, it's I don't again, know the 12-letter word <laughs> name for this problem. particular elf. Yes. It's the Silmarillion problem. Yes. It makes it very hard to follow. And then the back and forth between the past and the future was not very well divided. And it just all melds together. It's mm-hmm. it's rough. Did you read the ballad thing at the end and all the... Absolutely not. Okay, so I did. I didn't read it last week immediately, mm-hmm. but I read it later on. Um, the thing at the, at the end... So just like the last book, if you didn't read that, there are tons of things that they are mentioning in that story 
that make no sense whatsoever because I thought they were talking about character names or a type of people's in it name. No, it all has to do with that stuff in the back of the book, which is the history of what people think happened between the king and the queen and like things that happened in the past. So, oh, all yeah, of those stuff have to do that to figure out the propaganda version of what version. we read. And all of that propaganda makes the rest of the book make sense. But I will say, I still had to read it twice. And I, I didn't read it twice, like back cover to cover. Mm-hmm. I read it multiple times while reading it. I was like going back two pages thinking I effed something up while listening, while, while reading it. Mm-hmm. And then after reading that a couple of days later, I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense now. But I shouldn't have a novel at the end of my book to yeah. understand my comic book. To explain book. your book. I, it, it's, I think it's cool. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. I'm there. Yeah, I wasn't here for Hickman doing it, and I'm not. And he at least cleverly placed that in the book to where it was kind of a neat like file system that you were. Well, kind even of if you didn't read his, read. while all his would add to it, you could still read the book without reading right. them. Yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely think you need that stuff in the back to understand why people are even saying the names of the things that they're talking about. Yeah. And even then, I still didn't remember half of them. <laughs> the art's okay; they'll get me for another issue personally. Uh, uh, they're gonna get me for the next one they got me on this issue because i didn't really like anything else on the wall no it also seems to have story text oh my gosh (sighs) i just Just just, read a novel guys i just look in the back like oh i'm like oh it's weird you don't usually see flavor text for a book yeah book and i'm like oh no it's not this is actually 30 years ago the fellowship this is actually more story on the back cover that's DC, just write a novel. Just, this should just be a novel. Look, <laughs> that's write a great novel, to me. Set up a D and D campaign. Uh, yeah, like play with your friends. Leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sit with us. <laughs> Kane Anu uh, from the Tyrant's Apocalyptic Army of the Undead. Kane, see? the legendary battle. This is actually story. This yeah. is in the synopsis. This is an actual another bit of. What the hell? <laughs> Look. If you like the first one, you'll probably enjoy the second one. Yeah. If the if you, the second one had you on the fence, or if the first one had you on the fence, this book is not going to help you view the series in a better light. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not. It it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, okay, book. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Good book. Bo- good if, art. Great art. Well, good art. <laughs> yeah. Good art. I don't like the way they draw humans, but you know, whatever. Or elves or people or humanoids anyways anyways yes art <laughs> there's art in this comic book <laughs> there is art there is art all right well let's make like um like a ripe set of tits and move away from this nerdy <laughs> oh subject goodness. and bounce away <laughs> and uh, away from it and uh you know i'll go next um i read rick and morty dungeons and versus dungeons and dragons chapter two painscape issue three and uh yeah this this book is all about how um like Rick dealing with all of his characters that he like abandoned over the years in D and D campaigns. And by a bit over the years, I mean like when D and D first started up. So at this point, Rick is like trapped in his own unfinished, um, like, uh, like town that he made and like nothing's working out whatsoever. Like everybody's just like, hello there, fellow insert name. That's what he <laughs> says. Uh, so, so he's like going through it. And uh, he was, his only course of action is to go through this one dungeon that he did make, but still wasn't finished. But you come to find out, like, he comes he comes across, like, a, a character. I forgot which one it was. I think it might be a knight or something like that. And so he ends up stabbing it and, and, and killing it. Mm. And he takes off the, 
the the helmets and it's just him like it's him as a knight hmm. and he's just like oh i know what this is these are all of my abandoned characters so it's all of his characters like the knights uh rolled really high in everything except for strength his strength he had a six in and so it's just him encountering all of his characters that are really, really great, except for the ones that they need to be good at. And, <laughs> and him just easily killing them and dispatching them and going throughout it. Um, and so it, it's fun to see him kind of reflect on his terrible characters that he that he made. And uh, yeah, book's still a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm loving the art, loving the, the, the prose in it. Uh, I'm loving the, even the the ancillary story. We even get some Jerry backstory in this, which mm. is kind of funny. Uh, Jerry was really into D and D as a as a youngster. No shit. No way. I know, <laughs> right? Uh, so I so would have assumed that. he was not bright enough to be able to do that. To be you don't have to be honest. bright to be into D and D. Well, there's a lot of math involved. Eh. No, mm. no. That wasn't like the selling property there, for me. Addition and subtraction. There's a lot of nerd in it. Yeah. As long as you can be a lot I'm of a nerd, you're nerd. good. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot of not like it's not complicated math. It's there's, like there's uh, a lot maybe of maybe not nerd, more like dork. Yeah, dork. There's a lot of dumb dorks out there. We know. I I feel like I'm being personally <laughs> attacked right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. We all know. <laughs> we all know. Uh, so, but it's you know it, the the book is great. Again, if you really enjoy Dungeons and Dragons, even if you just enjoy Rick and Morty and enjoy even somewhat of like some nerdy stuff going on, the book's great. It's it's all it's it's a whole lot of fun. The first one was great. The second one is just continuing on. Uh, this one seems to be mostly just. Uh, I think it's just uh, Zub now who's writing it. So it no longer has with the with the first one, which was the the novelist that had never written a comic book yeah. before. Mm-hmm. And so the first one was very wordy, very good, but extremely wordy. So this one is all just Z- Jim Zub, and he is he knows how to write a book. He knows nice. how to write a, write good. some tight dialogue, toit toit, toit dialogue. So yeah, fun book. Pick it up. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, that was my book, Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons, Chapter Two, Painscape, Issue Three. Ba-ba-ba. So how about you, Joe? What did you read? I finished out Invisible Woman uh, number five, that Invisible Woman series that we had all I think oh. picked up. Uh, God, it's so good. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It was. Uh, it, it it ended in the bang that it needed to go out on, and I really hope that. The same team does that Maria Hill book. I hope the rumor is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next it year, hasn't been confirmed. It's just I, a rumor that we're going to get a Maria Hill true. book along the same lines by the same. And it, it, the the book ended ex- do it. exactly the way it needed to. And it, don't get me wrong, I still think nothing compares to the end of chapter three. Yeah, with like <laughs> you know that was that was such a like oh no, you know. But this this one was it was phenomenal. The story continues on. They find the you know the trapped people in the plane. Uh, they're making one of the planes invisible, fly, you know, flying next to the other plane. She's got a bridge across the other plane. Uh, it's insane. Uh, something happens to Maria Hill, and lo and behold, you know, her old partner, he really is a bad guy. They they really did do that. He, he was actually just a really terrible person by the end of it, which made me kind of sad. I was hoping there would be some sort of, you know, way to make him not so... No, I think he's alive. I hope he's alive. Yeah. I, I, I think he is. The thing that surprised me the most or that kind of took me out of it the most is that because they so heavily leaned on him being kind of a bad guy and they, they tell you so much uh, that the fact that he landed the plane to let 
uh, Maria yes. Hill off. Yes. And then took off again as one of those like, oh, because she's Maria Hill. Yeah. If this was yes. any old Joe Schmo, they would have just written him, you know, just tossing her out of the plane. That was the first thing I said to Anthony when we were talking yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually really weirded out that first off, Maria Hill had anybody get the drop on her yes. you know, at all. Yeah. And then secondary, that she was still left alive. There's literally no point for him to have dropped her off. What would have been cool is if he killed her and then mm-hmm. it's an LMD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Either, either it's an yeah. LMD or he tosses her out of the plane. Uh, you know, he knocks her out, tosses her out of the plane like he would anybody else. And because she's goddamn Maria Hill, Maria she Hill, would find a way to live. She, her, she already has like a, a parachute built into Something. her, whatever the hell Even it is. Even if she's not right? conscious. She's not like, conscious, but right? automatically unfolds. she's goddamn Maria, Maria Hill. Hill. I'm there. Yeah. I'm right there That's with what you guys. I, I would have preferred that much more than seeing him taking off with her on the ground. It, especially because you do find out that he is just a bad guy. <laughs> dun-na, dun-na, dun-na. Duh. Duh. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really liked it. I liked it so much. Yeah. Now no, we I've can even... add Billie Eilish to our meta tags for this episode. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, clicks, clicks, clicks. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get the clicks. Oh, oh no, he got the clicks. <laughs> Watch out, he's, he's got, got clicks. clicks. <laughs> um, but I I think it, it ended very very well. I I really do appreciate whenever they show the Invisible Woman doing something that is very stressful for her. And even when like you know her powers are all, like she's like straight up being like I can do this for like two three minutes. And that's about as long as this is going to So that's what we've got. We all die if you guys don't help me out in two to three minutes. And I thought it was pretty cool. And then you get to the end and he, you know, the Eldritch is basically like, hey, uh, you don't get to be a good person. You're going to have to choose, you know, you're going to kill them or you're going to kill me. You know, this is how this is going to work out. And she's like, yeah, no, I don't really like that. And he's like, you can't be above me. You can't look down at me. And she's like, I don't look down at you. You never wanted to kill. She's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't want to kill you. Are you serious? And she starts explaining how many points in time she's like, I could have let that. I, I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kill this guy. I wanted to kill that. Do you have any idea how hard it is for me not to just kill you? I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you for pointing out that she does have the bloodlust. <laughs> she's not always nice. Yeah. It's wonderful. So, good job, Marvel. I really appreciated that book. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Made me go back to reading a lot more FF titles as well. Yeah. Uh, was it just me? or um, So the very last panel where like you see like legs looking out over a distance or whatever. When I first saw that, I was like, is that Adrian? And then I realized, no, wait, those are her legs. Yeah. And that's just her. It was just, yep. it, it wasn't conveyed very well for me. No. I, the the last two pages were just kind of like, eh. Yeah. It, it, they didn't ruin the whole book or anything. No, 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 no. But they were just, eh. Yeah. You know, the, the big thing happened already. The cool ending yeah. already happened. We're just mm-hmm. wrapping this up in a little present for you. Yeah. You're still showing you that she's a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. Uh, if 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 this creative team does a Maria Hill book, I think there is, I think they could have made this book even a Maria Hill book if they wanted to, because mm-hmm. there wasn't too much stuff that was just like you have to have invisible powers for. I think they could have absolutely written around where she I didn't so. need invisible yeah, totally powers, or so. she just can make herself invisible using technology. Technology, yeah. exactly yeah. that too. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope the, the rumor is true because I like oh, I Maria so. Hill a lot, yeah. and Same. I missed I missed four or five years ago when she was in. Every, oh, every yeah. book because she's the goddamn girl Nick Fury. Yep. Like I miss her being out and about. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, I liked it though. Right. I, I appreciated the book a lot. Yeah. Mm. All right. Mm. Nice, nice, nice. And then Anthony, close us out. What amazing book did you read this week? I'm going to talk about a book that we would normally talk about in our X-Men segment, but I'm going to shit all over it. So I'm going to talk <laughs> about Fallen Angels number two because I fucking continue to hate this book. We appreciate that because we didn't want to read that book. Uh, yeah, well, that. let me just tell you. <laughs> it's one, 
case you guys really love Quanin, a lot more Quanin flashbacks. Shit that also could not have happened. Um, but whatever. <laughs> My uh, uh, blinking you miss it cameo from fucking Dazzler for no reason. Because um, she's like, hey, hey, Psylocke, that is still your name? Do you need some help? You know, I can be a friend. I'm like, first of all, you don't even know her. What are you talking <laughs> to her for? Allison, go back to singing. She doesn't even go here. You deserve to be in a better book than this. Please uncameo yourself. <laughs> Wait for a did. better book. And she did. <laughs> but then my biggest problem with it is, is it's Laura. They had This book has reverted X-23 back to the way she was shortly after Nick's. Oh. Or or kind of the way she was in her X-23 series. And I know the, the writer on Twitter is like, oh, I didn't mean to put that one line in issue one about I'm trying to escape my father's shadow. Don't worry. That's not her motivation. Well, you're a fucking liar. Because in this <laughs> book, she's like, you know, I want to trust you, Quan, and I have a lot to learn from you. Because I have – I have, uh, I can't trust anybody. And I have these feelings of rage and anger inside of me that I don't know how to control yet because I'm just this ball of raw emotions. I'm like, well, okay, cool. So none of that's true. Nope. <laughs> because one, in your own Wolverine series that went on for not enough issues, even though it went on for a while, I could have mm. used more of it. You learned to trust people and let them in. You learned how to control your emotions. You learned how to di- – because she's like, I need to learn how to direct my rage into something useful. You learned that. You actually became a fully-fledged person who wasn't just a clone of Wolverine, and now you seem to have been reverted right back to it. Even the artist draws her like a little girl now. Oh, man. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, even in her X-23 series, I was like six years ago or something like that, she even babysat the the, the Fantastic, the Fantastic Four, Four Kids. Yep, it was a great which issue. Which was a great issue. Which was a great issue. And even that entire series was great because it showed you, her character growth. You have, in, <laughs> you have in X-23 what I always compliment Ahsoka Tano in The Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. You have a character who started off super one-dimensional and really fucking annoying. Who, through work from various writers, really grew. X-23, by the end of her series last year, this year, this year, sorry, it ended this year, yep. had grown leaps and bounds. And almost every writer that tackled, that got a hold of Laura never did her wrong. They almost always progressed her. And so this book, and then, I guess, and there's other characters. So Cable sucks. Cool. So there you go. I fucking <laughs> hated this book. The art is terrible. Uh, the only good part about this book was, once again, Sinister. Because he's definitely using them for something. Yeah. Nice. It was just, I don't understand. As a Sinister do. Yeah. I just don't (laughs) understand. This writer knows how to write Sinister. Okay. Maybe if this was more of a Sinister book. Okay. I'd like it more. And maybe I wouldn't be so pissed. One, I don't like Quanin. I never have. And I don't know why I regressed Laura to where she used to be. What's the point then? Yeah, I don't don't get it. She was so much more of an effective hero when she had come into her own. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the, my main issues with the, the first one with the first fallen yeah. angel where I was just like, who the hell is this X 23? Yeah. What? <laughs> this Laura does not jetpack herself into getting swallowed by Fing Fang Foom to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> like this Laura does not make that, that selfless of a play. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Yeah. that's weird. This Laura cannot be around Gabby. Yeah, yeah. This no. this Laura is not babysitting any uh, Fantastic Four kids. No, she'd nope. kill them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for taking that bullet. Boo. We we appreciate that. <laughs> Boo on that book. <laughs> I, I very much so appreciate it because I mean I, I, there was three X books this week, and I was just like, I really don't. I didn't care for first Fallen Angels. I I could somebody grab it. <laughs> and you know what? Sad? We'll get to it in the thing. The yeah, other yeah. two X books. They were good. They were pretty good. Which yeah. just mm-hmm. highlighted this one in the negative yeah, yeah, yeah. that much more. Yep. Yep. Well, speaking of the negative, 
Uh, this brings us to our book of the week. <laughs> you know, Jen, you tried. You I did try. gave you one job to be our Foley artist, and you even practiced it. I did, and then it did not work. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. There it is. I didn't even practice. Shut up. I'm sorry. You know, you know what I think it was? You, you wasted all of your good ones on the practice. I did. And it and came then to I, the game. And, choked. Yeah, you choked. And seeing your face as you messed <laughs> it up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Y'all, no. she practiced it for you guys. She wanted to have that good page flipping sound. Nothing. That's okay. You know, it's moments like this when I wish we also were videotaping. So I would love to have a boomerang. <laughs> of what of just happened. Yeah. Jenna's disappointment. <laughs> or didn't happen. Oh my God, I'm almost crying. Yeah. Well, uh, also, the negative of that is that our book of the week is Fantastic Four Negative Zone. Uh, is this an ongoing? It's or a is, mini. It's a mini? Okay. All right. Because uh, I enjoyed it, I at least it. the first like half or three quarters of it until fantastic like, I like the, old, the fantastic four section of this fantastic yeah, four book the first yes. section yeah you know uh it was it read like an old fantastic four type of book to me mm-hmm. like the the type of way that they went it was negative zone so they're going into that it was reed's fucking problem yep and reed was solving it i really did love that we're so we're all flipping through all reading and anthony i think at one point he looks because oh so it's just like regular fat reed fucks something up and now they have to go fix it yeah that's yeah. correct yeah. that's right <laughs> It's why he sleeps so lightly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I loved it because you know they have they they mentioned Annihilus, that Blastar, Blastar, um, that dude that nobody can remember his name, and uh, that's only the bees. Yeah, that's only the bees. <laughs> uh, it, the, I, I, I loved it. I will say yes. Ben was the most annoying part of this book for me. Oh uh, yeah. I was like, okay, I get it. You don't have to be so deep in your Benisms. You know, at least I got it. <laughs> at least I did enjoy the the dialogue though, because that was very Ben like. Yeah, no, do. it was. So it's not the problem that we've had with many other books, where it's just like, all right, all these people sound exactly the same. Yeah, agreed. Okay. I will agree. Mm-hmm. I just needed I, the way Ben was talking. I'm like, man, someone needs to pie him in the face. <laughs> Dude, I swear, as soon as I read Nancy Street, I'm like, is I this the motherfucker about to get pied again? Are we gonna watch <laughs> this bitch get pied? <laughs> oh, please. Please let it happen. It didn't happen, by the way. It did but not. It was, yeah, I liked the book. It was really, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It, a fun jaunt in the negative zone. Yes. Uh, cool. The same old, same old reason. Reed did something stupid at some point in time, made something he shouldn't have, and then just kind of didn't do anything about it, and then it turned into a bad guy. What a surprising thing to have happen to yeah. Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah. But having them go back and fight and not really be able to win, was pretty funny. Yeah. I did like the part where the sphere blasts Sue and it goes, oh, so your shields are permeable by this wavelength of light. She's like, oh, really? And then the next panel reads like, so here's what I think happened. I think Sue just let that thing destroy that. So now we're not invisible anymore. And Sue's just in the background like, yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah. (laughs) Sue over here playing fourth dimensional chess. That's how she do. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I, yeah, I also like how it starts off with Ben being like, well, that thing was blinking. So I clicked it. God damn it, Ben. Ben. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he's telling him like yeah three two six and storage room eight i just heard a beeping sound so i decided to go and investigate so i touched the button he's just really dude are you sure that's the right that's the one he's like oh yeah that's the one i clicked like why would you do that i like, think by now brennan had learned don't touch anything yeah like that that could have been a bomb it, it <laughs> good that he did because yeah. it was the alert that reed needed to know about to go fix something he messed up many years ago yeah yeah, uh, a read story. That then almost that then almost made it well did make it 
to earth. It did make <laughs> I was going to say, I use the term fix lightly. I do. I do. <laughs> Air quotes. Fixed. Fixed. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, how about the second half of it? Because I didn't even bother. Uh, I started to, and I, I stopped. We read it all. Yeah. Boo. God. Jen and I made mistakes. <laughs> well, I I read it on Wednesday, and I was like, well, I can't. I don't know if I'm supposed to read this or not. I'll just freaking read it. It's about the Fantastics. That's correct. Which is the off brand in, in canon off brand Fantastic that's Four. Yep. That's that's. Yeah, the Chinese bootlegs. Yeah. <laughs> For reals. Pretty much, they're. Uh, but apparently, they're on good enough uh, terms with the Fantastic Four that they get signed over the Baxter Building. Their lawyer's really good. Is that what they're pointing out in that situation? Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, the FF, when they don't, when the FF don't um, use one of their properties, they usually do give it to either a charity or a foundation to run uh. for them. So I think what they're. Yes, they are in good enough standing, but it's still the lawyer is just really good. And it's like, this okay. is a super team. You guys don't want to lose the Baxter building. You still have to pay all the taxes on it and everything. Why not, you know, let somebody else use it. You'll be able to make a little money on it, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, basically they try to decide if they're going to keep the building or if they're going to be heroes again. And then they do low tier saving cats out of tree shit. And they're like, so this feels tier. great. <laughs> yeah, so low tier. So low tier. And then lame super scroll shows up, basically, is what that yeah, is. You know, yeah. lame super scroll shows up and they're like, Oh, I guess we've got to be real heroes now. They try not to. They try to be like, dude, we saved a lot of cats today. Hmm. So we're Do we gonna have to we do can this? can we just bounce? This Someone is, else will take care of this, this right? Is, yeah. <laughs> Some this real is, heroes. Yeah, yeah. This is not our job. <laughs> the the one bitch that's supposed to be the Sue of them, she was basically like, let's just sell it and give all the, you know how many how much low income housing we can make for other people if we just sell this building? And they're like, are you serious? You, you can't sell this building. <laughs> and, and then so one of the other guys is like, we can make a lot of money though. Let's make money on this. Like, this other guy's like, but we're heroes. Like, who the hell are you? We're not heroes. <laughs> Fantastic suck. Yeah. Uh, they like... It's terrible. It gives it leaves a very bad taste in your mouth at the it, end of that book. It does. It it actually kind of ruins mm-hmm. the first half of the book because it leaves you on remembering the fantastics. Uh, yeah, 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 that's why I didn't read it. I stopped I, at page two. I'm like, oh, I'm good. No, it's. I didn't like when you popped up in main FF. I don't care now. No, it's not good. <laughs> Did their version of uh, of Ben get pied in the face? Oh, that would have made it so worthwhile, but no. Oh, no. boo. <laughs> The, the diamond yeah. chick. Well, no, because it's the diamond. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? At least for me, at least most of the book was great. I yeah. still think it's the fun little Fantastic Fourness to it. it for me, would was worth the price of admission. Yeah, I read yeah. the other parts yeah, yeah. of the series. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. agreed. And I like the art. Yeah, yeah, art's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the second half, the art wasn't. Yeah, wasn't the art true. wasn't bad in yeah, Fantastics. Bad. It's what almost made me read it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. The art was fine. Yeah, yeah. It was very. It was still decent. Yeah, it was it's stylized. Just, it, the yeah. thing is, is just they're just dumb. Yeah. And I, it really, I, like, it would be different if it was like a like this is an old FF story or you know like like some, something. Well, it's just it they're is. dumb. If you're gonna go dumb, go full dumb. Like, if you're gonna go dumb, do the ecstatics, mm-hmm. or do <laughs> do the secret Avengers. Go power yeah. pack. Go you like know, go, go dumb. Some ridiculous level where you're See. being childish for a reason. This was just boring. Yeah. It, if, yeah. It was dumb and it was boring. Like, if you're going to do a dumb story, do, like, that original Sin issue of uh, Secret Adventures. Oh, yeah, With yeah, Frogman yeah. and everything. Yeah, that was so bad. <laughs> Funny as shit. Or, like, do, like, the Ecstatics or do something like that. Like, 
do next wave, do mm-hmm. that dumb. You know, oh, maybe, maybe damn, that's what they next were. Next wave. Yeah. I feel like this is their attempt to do. That's what next I, think wave. I was going to say. I think that's what they were trying to do. Is just they just didn't succeed. Yeah, it's fine. You know, they, they gave it the old college try. We'll see what the next one is. <laughs> yeah, I do believe Fantastics will be in every issue of this. Well, hopefully not. So, <laughs> um, that, then that'll do it for our book of the week, which yes, was yes, Fantastic yes. Four Negative Zone Number it was One. Fantastic. It was. It was. <laughs> for now. <laughs> oh. 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 Yes. Let's go on to our Marvel minutes, and by Marvel I mean X Men, and by minute I mean five. <laughs> or six. Or six. Or, I think we can do five. We can do five. Yeah, we can do five. It's five. Yeah. One uh, of these books is real quick. Good, but real quick to talk about. Yeah. Real quick. Well, that's about. true. That's true. Sorry, I did forget there's there are three this week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There are. So, but we're only talking about two of them because you already talked one about of the one. Fucking sucked. Yep. I'm really glad. <laughs> Looking at you, about. fallen angels. Yeah, we would have talked. We would spent like 30 seconds in that book. So. Yeah. <laughs> I just would have been like, boo. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, so uh, now if you do not want to hear anything about the X stuff that's going on, you can skip five minutes starting now. All right, so let's start with uh, with New Mutants, number two. Loved it. Great. The yeah. book's fantastic. Wonderful book. Loved yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's dealing with the space. Oh, the Him signing some papers is absolutely going to bite him in the oh ass. Oh, my God. His whole, like, I didn't even read them. I just signed them. Oh, doing business like a businessman. Oh, Sign Roberto. papers I didn't read. Oh God, and why then, would you do that? Especially because that's his, you know, it's his entire monologue or whatever, and it's just like I got the best, you know, Earth lawyers that always look out for me, which means I also get the best space lawyers. And then did you read the uh, the the court order yeah. for yes. him? Where the very end, it's just like uh, we're we recommend we're, sanctions. Yeah, sanctions against him because he was literally the worst lawyer you could pay money for. Could buy. Money <laughs> could buy. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm enjoying this book. I like that it's being told largely from Roberto's perspective because mm-hmm. it's hilarious. Yes. Uh, damn Cannonball is looking good. Yeah. I like that new costume. It is. It's great. And I loved how even uh, uh, yeah. even Roberto's just like, what? yo, man, I thought, why, how are you so fit still? <laughs> it's like, you're supposed to be fat and sad. Yeah. What's, what's going on here, my man? You look really happy. <laughs> Which I will say is exactly how a best friend would react to see oh, his yeah. was like, son of a bitch, I was going to gloat over you. Yeah. <laughs> I love when Smasher punches him. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the, the, the other chick's like, I was going to punch him. Yeah, like, Eliana. Hey, <laughs> take take, a, take him. a number, lady. Get in line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pauline starts in the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked they really nailed Roberto's personality where he's like a stuck up pretty boy because mm-hmm. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the last panel. With oh, the, my uh, God. Deathbird. Yeah, Deathbird, who I had forgotten what she looks like. So when I saw her, I was like, oh, that looks like um, like Lady Omega. Like, <laughs> you know, like uh, Omega Red. Like, because mm-hmm. she has like the little yeah. things hooked up to her and everything. I, I had, I still have a very fresh memory only because she was in. Um, uh, X Men, um, gold or blue? She was in that for a little while. Okay. Um, and, but uh, fuck, man, I would love one of the DC Gallery B- PVCs of her in that chair. Oh yeah, like that. She oh. looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to see Deathbird. I'm, I'm always happy to see any of the Shiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like seeing uh, Gladiator talk to um, Lilandra's like daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, good overall issue. I uh, left a good taste in my mouth yeah, I for, it. for the following issue, which was X Force number yeah. two. Yeah, X Force two, also a fun issue. I actually liked yes. it more than X Force one. Yes, because okay. I felt like I, things weren't as frenetic. Now I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, everything is more tied together. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they also seems like this is either taking ba- taking place like 
before like you know like mm -hmm. a couple of weeks or a couple of days before all the rest of the books because this takes place it seems like right after xavier's death yeah so so i don't know if this is like a side story mm -hmm. or it's just like oh hey look you know we're gonna show you exactly how we get xavier back that or i think it's just maybe it's taking place concurrent it's just it takes a while to regrow him maybe maybe because i mean Cause he's cause, so complicated because it starts off immediately yeah it, to me it seemed like it was immediately after he was shot yeah, and yeah. They well, reformed. I think part of the problem is that it also broke um, Cerebro. Yes. Um. So when he got shot, it was him and Cerebro, and so both the man who knew how to work uh, Cerebro and the machine that was backing up all the information. So and yeah, and it's a complicated have. build. And he yes. yeah, and so they have to go grab his personality. I guess he wasn't backing himself. That well, either way. Yeah. Well, he was in the cradle. Yeah. He was yeah, in the yeah. cradle. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm wondering why they turned the one Cerebro. Like I, I like how they said only one can be online, which is fine. I wonder why they turned it into a sword. Yeah. I feel like that's going to come back into play. Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's Magneto. Well, Magneto sat there and did what Magneto does. He's, it was an act of violence against mutant kind. He's like, let's go stab it. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I will is. say, if you're a fan of um, gore in comic books, this yeah. book had some good gore in it. Actually, it, it really it did. It really had some good, like, well-rendered stuff. Mm -hmm. And also, really, Kid Omega. What? Really? Quentin's uh, awesome. No, he's not. Yes, he uh, is. He's probably the weakest point for me in this book. You guys are shitty. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love Quentin. Don't get me wrong. It took a long time for Quentin to grow on me, but... Maybe that's just what it is. I mean, he's running around with Wolverine, who's trying to find out where the people who killed Xavier came from, and they've all been manufactured in that was Korea, cool. yeah. which is really cool. Uh -huh. um, and... I love how the, the way that they're manufactured yes. as well is all completely helping them towards their goal. Like their ear is not cartilage. It's, it's, it's wire. Par yeah, it's, it's paracord basically. And well, and this instantly brought me back to issue, the last issue of Powers when we learned in Moira's sixth life when they were talking about how, and at some point mm -hmm. to try to convert you, they, or combat you, they started creating superhumans. Yep. I'm like, oh, yep. is this that? This is that. See, that might yep. actually, I didn't all even right. think about that. Yeah, I think yep. we're seeing that. Well, that. And that'll do it for our... Marvel Minutes. Linda. Police woman. All right. So. <laughs> and, Linda. Uh, you really don't need to shake those. I do. You really don't. I have to shimmy, shimmy, shake everything. You don't have to shake anything. Uh, the only thing you have to shake is a hand. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't know how you pee. Uh, I, I don't know. So let's go on to our news. Let's go to news. Let's get out of here. News, 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 news. Yeah. News, news, news. Welcome to comic book news. So let's start off with Forbes. There was an article out there that says that Warner doesn't know how to make a Superman movie. Yes. Forbes did. They were they were covering. Warner Brothers did a, a larger article with Vanity Fair. Okay. And uh, Forbes was kind of like, hey, this is the part that they didn't really focus on. This is not a good thing. Where basically people at Warner Brothers basically said they don't know how to make a Superman movie and interpret the character to fit into the modern current times, which well, I think is ridiculous. I feel like that's less of an, a statement on them understanding Superman as them understanding modern times. <laughs> yeah, like... Because CW is doing Bingo. it just fine. See, Tyler Hoechling. Yeah. I, like, I get, I think in their mind, they're like, oh, because things are so dark right now and people, there's a lot of anger, lots of this, this. I'm like, yeah, but that's 
this is the time that you bring out the hopeful Boy Scout yeah. Superman. Also, that's this is not like the first time this has ever happened in our nation. You no. know, like mm-hmm. there is the entire Cold War. There was World War Two. Like there's all these points in time that we've also had this type of, you know, negativity or whatever you want to call it. And Superman was always the beacon of hope. <laughs> I mean, and you can even have the world around him in the movie. That can be reflective of the current mm-hmm. he himself. Yeah. You can't tell me in a climate, pop culture climate, when Captain America, a man literally <laughs> streaking the flag over his body, and Wonder Woman, and Shazam, mm-hmm. those can work, but you can't make this guy work? Yeah. Really? I would find it for me. I feel like Batman's going to be harder to make work in this time. Yeah. Because yeah. you risk with Batman, if you make it two of the times, it's going to be too dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be too dark or there's no secret identity for Batman. Yeah. Because everybody has a camera. Everybody has a drone. It's like Batman would be my yeah. bigger worry. I don't know why yeah, Superman's your know. issue. Yeah. He's a beacon of, again, Tyler Hoechlin. Yeah. CW can do it. Yeah. And that's a TV series where they have to keep storylines up. And, and they have to mm-hmm. keep current to yeah. what's going on. And you only have to do a, a two-hour movie. <laughs> well, and they proved they can do it because of all yeah. the flaws that Justice League the movie had. The Superman at the end. Yeah. I was like, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's him. That's it. You did it. Yep. Superman racing the Flash. Yeah. yeah. Like it's such comes like a in, fun like thing to do and, you know, after like that whole portion of the country got wrecked. Yeah. yeah. Well, when he comes in and he's like, hey, I heard you guys need some help. And like that whole mar- moment with him and Cyborg, mm-hmm. where I was like, I don't want to die. He's like, me neither. I just got back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is Superman. You yeah. guys do know how to do it. You're just not gutsy enough to do it. To do it. Yeah. yeah. Take the chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. It's literally a bulletproof franchise. Even when it does bad, it still makes money. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of uh, franchises that are having trouble, Boom. I guess, writing, uh, Kathleen Kennedy says that... Uh, you know, it's 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 rough because there's no source material to work with with uh, with Star Wars. <laughs> you know, what's really fucked up about that. Dumb. It's Wait. the first question and her first answer in that Rolling Stone article. Oh, is was that. it? Oh, it's yeah. actually the it's the fir- it's the third sentence in. <laughs> no. So like Rolling Stone was like, oh shit, this is the top question. This has got to be it. <laughs> yeah, she said that she she goes on. She goes that we don't have 800 pages or 800 graphic uh, uh, comic books and we don't have 2,000 page novels to write from. It's like, you, you do. Yeah. You still do. I mean, no, they still do, but they specifically want to, like, they But they can make legends. them continuity whenever they want. That's Thrawn. True. Thrawn was Legends and then they moved him and then um, Dash Rendar was Legends and then the Han Solo tie-in book, which is in continuity, mm-hmm. made Dash Rendar, it brought him back into continuity. Uh, Clone Wars, um, Prince Jizor, his species is now existing again in Star Wars. Clone Wars brought it back into continuity. Okay. And even, can, if you, even if you want to ignore all that, there are current books that are being written. Yeah. Current comic books, current actual books, current everything that's being written for the, you know, that's all in canon, essentially. Well, and you don't have to make something continuity again to pick from it. Like, oh, you know what? I don't want to make Shadows of the Empire continuity, but I do want to pull this, this, and this and do our new interpretation of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to make Mara Jade continuity or the old Mara Jade, but I would love to use Mara Jade again. Mm-hmm. Let's tell a new story inspired by what was written. You exactly. can do it. You could do it. You could even rename her something different. Yep. You don't even have to have the same names. You could even have, you know, a completely different story or setting. But if you, you have all these characters that have their constructs or their 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 source material that you can work with. 
Like, you don't have to have a girl named Mara Jade. You could have a girl that's just a badass chick that knows how to use the Force. And let's say you want to stay away from that. Maybe you don't want to piss fans off by going, oh, she should have been named Mara Jade. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to, the, go to the novels that are, or comic books that are like, go to the Old Republic comic books or novels. Go to the Rogue Squadron ones, which aren't so heavily set on any one character. Actually, that's not true. Rogue Squadron is really set on Wedge. Mm-hmm. Do a goddamn Wedge Antilles movie. Everything should be about Wedge. Yeah. You know, do like, a Porkins movie. <laughs> yes, but it's got to be like Star Wars heavyweights. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be. Hilarious. Bring Ben Stiller in as like a space camp counselor. <laughs> it's all about Porkins' childhood before he became an X-wing fighter. Yeah, but like you got plenty of material, and I think the way it's in the article, it almost came off as like a swipe at at the comic book stuff. Like, yeah, they get all the praise, and we're getting all this shit, but they have all this. Well, so do you. There have you're all. Since the 80s, there was only ever a five-year gap where there weren't comic books and novels being published. Since then, it's never been a gap. Yep. Yep. Uh, Come on. You have an entire universe. You don't even have to take from these things. You don't have to take from any source. You can just write an offshoot movie and just not have it be directed by Rian Johnson, and just you're fine. Just stop fucking focusing on the goddamn Skywalkers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like Rian Johnson actually may have been able to produce a good movie yeah. that didn't have to be part of the Skywalkers. He yeah. may have been able to do his own like original story. Yeah, I just I, wouldn't want to see it myself. I found humor in uh, that that Rolling Stone article comes out. Everyone's making fun of her. Within a day or two later, there was the the other rumor of Doctor Afra's might be. The next thing, yeah, that I was like, yeah. So you you no, do have you things do. to make stuff out of, uh, and that seems like it's a pretty clean source. Like it seems like that is a moving forward thing. Yeah, come on, and that's new. That's in continuity. That they have tons of media. Yeah, they have tons of. Where's it. Han Solo's wife? Yeah, yeah. Or hell, Rebels left a big character on the table. Why have you not gotten to Ahsoka yet? Yeah. Or Ezra. Like, they're out there. Mm-hmm. You're, you, it's media you control. You have multiple sources. The problem is they're not being led properly. That's the actual problem. Yeah. The wrong story ideas are getting fostered. Yeah, I would personally, I would like to see not her get forced out, but I would like for her to just go to her managerial role. Yeah. Don't do you transition. Know, yeah, don't do creative stuff. Bring John Favreau in, who seems to be who's so far is killing it, in mm-hmm. in Star Wars. And there's and nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I make the film, you get it marketed. Yeah, done, done. Uh, that's what I personally would like to see, but we'll see where this goes. We'll see. I mean, we'll hey, see. we're gonna find out in less than a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. We'll see where this ends. So, uh, speaking of stuff that's coming up, WandaVision is coming up and uh there's a little rumor a little little whatnot yeah, yeah, yeah. that the villain's gonna be what is that gonna be Andy? nightmare which i already totally called many episodes ago <laughs> <laughs> all the episodes ago. i will say the name is growing on me oh a nightmare no oh, wandavision, WandaVision. Oh, at first yeah, i was like yeah. oh that's dumb and now the more i hear it i'm like it's kind of starting to grow on me yeah because it's giving that sitcom vibe yeah so which the, is the point yeah the rumor is that because the basic premise is going to be that you're going to see it's going to be a sitcom uh, Dick Van Dyke style show or I Love Lucy style show, which they apparently mm-hmm. actually built. They've, they've built a set the way they built old sitcom sets, and they even are bringing in a live studio audience for some segments. Nice. Um, and then you'll see what's going on behind that. She's trapped in reality. It's going to be a whole horrible thing mm-hmm. set up Dr. Strange. So the rumor going around that's been floating around for a little while now is that Nightmare will be quietly a villain in WandaVision. 
Okay. To lead into him being one of the villains in Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, along with apparently possibly Wanda being that villain. Nice. And then the other rumor is that they've been looking at David Tennant for the villain role. And as soon as they said David Tennant, I'm like, so it's Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so it is Nightmare. <laughs> I, I I like the casting. I just don't like it because of the Jessica Jones aspect of it. Yes. I've already seen him as a Marvel villain. And and not not anything wrong against David Tennant. It's just that I already see him as one specific see, role. I see that. what you're saying, but I'm looking forward to it in that I think it, I'm I'm assuming in the movie in the show, this one, he'll have, you know, makeup and oh, cr- look different. I mean, he's so an I actor. He's yeah. an actor. He he's a phenomenal actor. He can be you know, multiple different people. Yeah, it's just yeah. that's just what I see. I, no, I agree yes. with you. Yeah. I do agree with you. On, on the same token, I'm like, oh, but that's a good choice if you're going to put yes. the gray skin on him and the claws. Oh, and yeah, the yeah, teeth. yeah. I'm like, that. he's a good vessel for that kind of makeup. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with you. I'm like, oh, and it's a very similar type of character, too, where he manipulates you using your mental thing. Exactly. Like, super similar, except one of them does it subtly. The other one is just like fucking yanks him out of your head. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But I don't know. WandaVision is the one I'm the most curious about of the TV yeah. shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because that seems like a big swing. Like, we're going to do something different yeah completely different like super different yeah yeah so all right well uh and then the last bit of news that i really hate having to bring up uh it's the stupid snyder cut uh again people are trying to bring that back and there's been some some new stuff with what danny elfman where he's just like where he's like i don't know why this is happening he's like i would because danny elfman was the original person scoring the movie Mm -hmm. and then i think um joss whedon brought in junkie xl okay and Danny Elfman put out an article. He's like, I don't, or did an interview? He's like, I don't know what's going on with the Snyder Cup. I'm so confused by it. It wasn't finished. He's like, they didn't finish shooting. He's like, unfortunately, what happened with Zach's family, there was still like 80 pages to shoot. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know why there's this Snyder Cut thing. And then people are like, no, it's finished. It's finished. They keep pointing out that Scott Snyder's like posting scenes on his Vero account. I'm like, he's not, though. He's posting concept art and animatics and unfinished CGI. He's not posting finished done scenes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and they're not gonna pump that much money into it no if they did that'd be so stupid yeah i think now at this point like every member of the main cast has been like we should release the snyder cut which is kind of a jerk thing for them to do (laughs) because they know their contract is up and so yeah it's easy to say that when you yeah yeah come and pay make me like me more money pay me more money yeah yeah I, I would, to finish their my shooting. lawyers and I would love to discuss my contract yep. for this thing that the internet wants so bad. It's forcing you to drop millions upon millions of dollars into doing it. Yep. Let's Not talk. to mention, you'll have to read, you'll have to finish off CGI. Oh. You're going to have to score those scenes. Yep. You're going to have to bring in someone to re-edit the whole movie. It's like you're going to spend literally almost the price of the movie again. It will be. To do the time, and then, and then yep. you got to market it. Yep. Yeah. And, and then what? Put it out on HBO Max? Yeah. <sighs> Which is what people are asking for. See, I feel like if they were going to do something like that, they should just make it a purchase it type of movie. Like, yeah. it was just straight mm-hmm. to DVD. If that way you can get it, 30 bucks from every person who does really well. Well, no, if you're going to do it, that's what you launch HBO Max with. Mm-hmm. Make that your Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, it, it, but mm-hmm. it, the thing is, they're ne- I don't think they would. They should never do that. They should never do it. Don't do it, DC. It'll don't. ax the rest of their franchise. Yes. Just make another new movie with that, mo- with makes- that money. It's, it's yeah, kind of like the Sonic situation, except a thousand times worse. Yes. And it really puts you in a situation with your fans and the people who watch your movies in which you no longer have mm-hmm. control. Any control. No, oh, yeah. at, at that any point, point, you're just making fan then, requests. You know, after that, they're just going to be like, well, why don't we reshoot the third act of Wonder Woman? 
Yeah. yeah. It's the weakest part. Nobody likes it. <laughs> I mean, you were yeah. willing to drop five, like all this money on this crap movie, which when yeah. even when you reshot it and refilmed it and put it all back together, it was still crap. Mm-hmm. We should do it for a decent movie. Well, and this goes to, well, we don't like Robert Pattinson's Batman, so change it now. It go- yeah. And it goes it, like, you know, because the internet's not happy about that, which I'm like, just give him a chance. I really just let him try. I, I'm, I'm actually excited for it. But that it. just gives Same. too much control to the people who... If you want control, you control it with your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you guys did because it didn't make money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. People did what they were what they said they were going to do. BBS did not money. make money. Yeah. And BBS again, that wasn't a film that had to be re-edited. Film you guys didn't like that one. What makes you think you're going to like this one? Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's uh. Let's that'll do it for the news segment. That'll do. Pick. That'll do. Uh. So let's talk about something a little bit more uplifting, ish. Uh, the Mandalorian episode four came out, Yay. Um, or should I say, you know, episode two in the movie series, uh, <laughs> movie two, <laughs> yeah, movie two, beginning of movie beginning two, of movie two. Uh, it was it was pretty great. I liked it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, we we missed you last week. Talk, not talking uh, about the end yeah. of movie one. Uh, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have said that this is a filler episode, and I can see that, but I don't think it is in the grand scheme of the plot because oh, I, don't I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, when you say filler episode, I think it means that it means literally nothing to the plot. I think of I think of the filler episodes for Naruto, yes. which yes. literally had no bearing on what was happening. This is yes. a transition episode yes. for yes. me. Agreed. It's either the start, like, you know, that first act in which you kind of start setting up some concepts and some ideas and mm-hmm. some things about characters. We've talked more. We talked more about the Mandalorian and all of that. Oh, yeah. So it's either. And this may be. We'll see what next week. But this may be like that first act start. Or really, it's just a transition. He yeah. went from yeah. a crazy battle. And now it's like, OK, so now we're going to have to start looking at. We are on places. the run on the run. now. We are yes. on the run on the run. Oh, and no, I can't just leave him. The. The. And leave the child. I can't just. We can't just live in one place. This is what it's going to look like from now on. Mm-hmm. They're not tracking me. They're actually tracking the child. Yeah, exactly. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't just put him somewhere safe and go cool. Yeah, they're going to track me. Yeah, no. Yeah. I uh, liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. It was a nice example of this is the life you two should have, but neither of you are going to ever mm-hmm. get to have now. Yeah, because of your circumstances. And it's sad. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, the 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 episode for me like. I absolutely believe Gina Carano is going to come back. Oh, and that one chick is going to come yes. back in some capacity. Pocahontas, you mean? Yes, man, no. she was beautiful. My like, God, you look oh like Pocahontas. Oh, she was. She was. She's awesome. from Twilight. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's from Twilight. Ooh. She's one of the Native Americans on Twilight. Jen. Oh, that makes sense. I don't know which specific one, but she's from Twilight. No, that's okay. You could have said she was part of the werewolf pack. Yes. I, I did like seeing uh, <laughs> uh, the the non werewolf pack. Sorry, somebody absolutely found some old imperial tech and uh, well, made it their oh, own. That was something I found so very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is now this opens up like, oh, this is a frightening universe now because the new republic has not gotten a hold of the imperial tech like they should have, and now people who should not have it mm-hmm. are getting it. Yeah, are either either by finding it or, or buying, buying it off it. of junkers mm-hmm. or buying it from old imperials like. Like Werner Herzog could be selling could it. Yeah, anybody yeah. could have Imperial Tech now. That scene when the light, the red eyes light up and it just stands up. I'm like, that's that's a fucking cool oh. scene. Yeah, it was cool. And it looked really. I, I'm wondering if because Bryce Dallas Howard directed this week's episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the way it came out of the woods was an homage on purpose to Jurassic Park because that was such a Jurassic Park it scene. Was. It was. I, I I thought her directing was was adequate. Yeah. 
I didn't particularly love it. Like there was nothing to it that I was like, oh, that's great. And she's a first time director. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. tell. Yeah, you're absolutely. Like, okay, you're getting your feet wet. What a way yeah. to get your feet wet, but yes. you're getting your feet wet. Absolutely. And I, 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 like I said, I thought she did an adequate job. Yeah, and, and she had the right episode. Like would she have mm-hmm. done as adequate a job with the previous episode? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. But this one, I, I enjoyed that. Um, uh, Gina Carano did an interview with Vanity Fair. And she talked about how integral Bryce Dallas Howard actually was with making her feel comfortable because this is the first time she's ever gotten to like act, act. Oh yeah. And she talked about how like, you know, Bryce Dallas Howard was really cool that she, she did as many takes as I needed for me to feel comfortable with what I did in the scene. She's like, Mm -hmm. she could tell I was unsure of my footing in certain scenes and she would just let me keep going until I was comfortable. And then she said, she even walked up to me. I might not use the take you felt comfortable with, but I want to end this with you being comfortable because I might have just found a better take that you didn't like, but it's actually perfect. Yeah, that works. She's like, but yeah. I need you as an actress to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like, That's really nice. Yeah. And she apparently also had a lot to do with Gina Carano's uh, costume because originally when they were making mm-hmm. her costume, she looked like she said she looked like a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> that they were making her big and tough, but forgetting that she's a woman. She's like, I am feminine. And apparently, like, Bryce Dallas Howard's like, well, why don't you just do this and nip this in? Let her be, like, womanly if she wants to. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, Gina Carano, I thought looked great. She looked great. She, she looked, looked great. So good. She acted. Pretty her acting damn great. was pretty good. I uh, want her to come back. Yes, I, I, that's the thing. It, it made me want to see that character again. I liked the whole. I'm big and tough and muscular, but I'm a gentle, really gentle, nice person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, so can we agree that uh, the Mandalorian is? Not the toughest dude in the universe. He is not. Oh God, no! <laughs> I love when she just look, like hammer punched his ass down <gasps> to the ground. Oh, am- the amateur move of you're a bounty hunter, man, and the freaking the footsteps, <laughs> footsteps stop, and he's like, "Let's look left. Oh, what are we? Let's is. look right. Where <laughs> should we be?" She's. Up above you, you stupid fool. Well, I love you. You're a great dad, but come on. Well, here's the thing. And that something comes from that he's probably usually hunting uh-huh. dumb, idiot bounties that yeah. are not going to ever fight back anyway. So he just, he's like, whatever. Like like the, like Horatio Sands in episode one. That motherfucker's not going to do anything really to him. No. no. The one bounty he got before all hell broke loose in the last episode, a Mon Calamari uh, uh, nobleman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the worst you're going to have to do is maybe chase him. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, like this episode, like I already knew from, I mean, I've said it before in the other episodes, like this guy is a terrible bounty hunter. <laughs> like he just happens to be better than the other terrible bounty hunters. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Pretty much. And well, so, he's a yeah. terrible bounty hunter if the person is at all capable. Yes. Yeah. And so like, yeah, with the Gina Carano thing, like as soon as that happened and then, yeah, her just donkey punching him all over the place. <laughs> well, and then also, the part of that also you got to wonder is, it's this, it's the Spider-Man syndrome. When Spider-Man got his Iron Spider suit, he was be- he was in the comic books. He wasn't as good at being Spider-Man anymore. So he was depending on the suit too much. Mm, yep. It's like, I know it can't be hurt, but she could still fuck you up. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that best guard going to stop her from snapping your neck. I, I was also I was also <laughs> wondering like this entire episode, like when she's punching him, I was like, what the hell is that armor doing? Is that armor just like the stormtrooper armor where it does nothing? Like, what's the point of this? You know, a blaster bolt can't penetrate it. Mystical, yeah. you know, yeah, Beskar. However, she's punching him in the helmet with her bare See, fist. That, that part I was a little like, it's like, ah. what? 
<laughs> well, it's not like vibrating. It just posted like. No, no, I know. Like, she can't. Yeah, like, it, it didn't it's hurt more him. Reflective than it. Well, it yeah. clearly knocked him down, but he clearly wasn't hurt. Yeah, yeah that's but, true. I mean, she's punching him in the stomach through the Beskar armor, and he's still going. Huh! It's like, what, what is? What is? Well, I also feel like that Beskar armor has got a lot of cloth holding it all together. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of gaps in that. I oh mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know there I, is. It's just like when she's punching him that, directly in it. It's that, doing no, no, no. nothing. That's that's how I personally was able to get past that because I did have that thought that like. We spent like three freaking episodes for you get the mythical armor and no offense to, you know, <laughs> Even the new that. character. She's just kicking your butt, But man. she's not getting through it. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you can have a piece of bullet. You can have a bulletproof vest on, but if I punch you in the stomach, it's still going to hurt you. That's true. No, no, fair enough. A fair bullet's enough. not going to get through it. No. <laughs> I did like the fight scenes. Uh, they yes. Sometimes mm-hmm. with fight scenes in every media, it doesn't matter what it is. Sometimes you can get fight scenes that look choreographed. Yeah. But it looked like they were both taking the hits. I yeah, enjoyed yeah, those yeah. a lot. Yeah, uh, I I definitely appreciated the whole three amigoing the yes. the uh, village, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the magnificent sevening it. <laughs> yes, that too. Like that's all I could think of as it was going. I was like, oh, please have them all dress up the same and just run around the village. Just do that. <laughs> I'm so um, glad Pillboy was able to find that poor village help. Oh. <laughs> it was so I, I love seeing. Like, oh my god, because I, I, I instantly recognized him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I love baby. I love that baby Yoda sipping soup oh, is the new internet the meme. New oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty great. I did also, also like that the bartender was too naive to realize she was being bribed. Oh yeah. When so, he's like, "Here you go," she's like, "Oh, oh my god, god you thank you! Yeah. I'll get you a little drink too. This is great." Yeah, she's like, just looking at her with like the blankest face a helmet can be. Just, just god like, God damn, damn it! it. <laughs> um, I do like that they addressed. More about the helmet, like yeah, 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 you know, yeah. when's the last time you took it off? Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, put it in front of people. Oh, okay. Like I wasn't older, any older than those kids out there. And I like yeah. they showed him take it off to eat. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. it's almost like they're hearing the internet, like, "Oh, well, how's he sleep?" Yeah, we got it. Yeah, <laughs> guys. To be fair, I had all those questions too, especially you, from the way they phrased it in the like episode oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. third episode. I was Do like, you think the kid has seen him without it? Maybe Yoda. <sighs> oh, you know that's a really good question. It, but I, I will also you know? say though, what him taking off the helmet and him eating—they could just look. They could have just looked. See, that's see, that, that and was... that's why I'm curious if Baby Yoda, like maybe. But I, I'm weird. starting to wonder if maybe the, more so the take the helmet off is you can take it off. It's when have you had it taken off? Is more of a maybe, maybe. or on purpose you're yeah. doing it? I don't, I don't know. Because he took it off in clear view of yeah. like the whole village. Oh. I do the same thing. I'm like, if they look over, you just duck behind. Like, yeah, shit. No, no, oh no! <laughs> I, I will say, I like, I like that they all started calling him your boy, your son, your mm-hmm. kid, and he wasn't. He never like pushed back against that. No, no, no. It's like, I, that is your kid. It's just yeah. like, don't touch that. Don't touch that. And then, all right, I told you. And then he just puts him on his lap. <laughs> I love that. Just, oh, just damn it! Right, stay on my lap now. It's fine. This ship does not have daycare facilities. Yes. <laughs> you stay there. Don't move. Do not move. And then, oh, you're right next. All right, fine. Just come with. That oh was God. my favorite part was the door opening. The door opening, yeah. <laughs> you're just standing right next to him. It was so cute. When that big cat monster thing <laughs> hissed at him, and he was like, ooh. I was like, you piece of shit animal. <laughs> I, I wish it looked like it did in the in the concept art. Yes. During the, during the credits, though. Because mm-hmm. the concept art. The cat or the <clears throat> cat fox, whatever the hell it was, the Totoro mm-hmm. or the cat That's bus. That's all I thought. Totoro. The cat, cat bus. bus. The cat bus looked great in that. I didn't like the whole legs that they gave it mm. with the actual episode, but it's yeah. Fine. It's but fine. I did like that. I was like, you, you oh. garbage animal. <laughs> I, 
when those kids shamed Baby Yoda for eating that frog. Uh, I don't think they shamed him. They were just laughing. They laughed at him. They went, ew, gross. Ew, gross, ew. And then he 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 was having lunch. And then everybody came up to him and was like, ew, I can't believe you're eating that. That's disgusting. And then he I feel like Jenny's had some bad interactions while (laughs) eating lunch at school. Look. (laughs) I think it's at work, Anthony. At work. Uh, (laughs) I think it started and it's just continuing. She's never had a good lunch experience. Yeah. I, I did feel the sense of sadness in the episode with like this is literally you seeing like the life that A, I do actually think the Mandalorian does one day want. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And the life he wants for that kid and he that realization of like Well, nope, not nope, gonna happen. That can't happen. Nope. Especially when he picked up the tracker and he's just like, Ah, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> ah, damn it. I liked uh I loved I love seeing an ATST. I, that was so fun to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun. It was yeah. great. I enjoyed the episode. It was a good yeah. episode. It was a good episode. So uh, Gina Carano's definitely coming back. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah. Until next. She's, until her we see face each other is on the logo for the Mandalorian yeah. icon. She, oh, yeah. she yeah. said that uh, she when she got cast, she thought she was being cast to play a female Wookiee. <laughs> And she's like, I figured I was being cast to play a female Wookiee. She's like, I know how I look. <laughs> and I was down. Yeah. <laughs> she looked actually, she actually looked very feminine. Yeah. For Gina Carano. Yeah, because she is a muscular, yes. a oh, big yeah. woman, but she looks so feminine. She looks she pretty. I liked her haircut a lot. Yeah. I could um, see her being uh, She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could. Like, like genuinely, I could. Yeah. Oh. Like, don't get me wrong. The acting still needs to work a little bit to carry yes. a show, yeah, yeah, but yeah. she's clearly putting the effort to mm-hmm. get better. Yeah. And even then, plenty plenty of people have found their acting footing while having a show. Oh, yeah. I could see her as She-Hulk easily, and I feel like I would enjoy it because she, she would have that gentle slash silly nature, mm-hmm. but I can also do the She-Hulky parts. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, I, yeah. I yeah. can see that. Mm-hmm. I, I, think I think that should do it for the Amanda Learn. We've been talking for... Roughly a, a third of what the episode length actually was. Oh, uh, we all enjoyed it. <laughs> just about Mandalorian. Nitpick. Yeah. I'm ready for episodes to be longer than 30 minutes. This one was 38 minutes. It was 36 it was ex- plus credits. Plus credits is what I mean. Because uh, I think it was 41 minutes with all the credits is what it showed on the uh, on the actual yeah. thing. It said 41 minutes. I went back into oh, okay. it. Okay. All I, I watched know is it, it was 36 minutes this. when I ended it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it was actual 41 minutes of whatever the hell was. The point is, is it's a great universe. I actually wouldn't mind you just taking a second, five five minutes, two minutes here and there to just... Let something breathe. Live, live, yeah. I don't know. I'm enjoying the, the, the fast-paced nature. And I know what you want. It's why it's my nitpick. I know. I, I know. know it's my nitpick. Because everything... I've Nothing but positive things about this yeah. episode. Nitpickers! Because yeah. I applauded <laughs> this for, for not just lingering on something and actually just going through yeah. and being that's out true. as long as it needs to be. Damn. So I'm not going to go back on that. <laughs> no, because no, I... Yeah, that's why I'm nitpicking. Because yeah, I definitely said the exact same thing. But it's we're on episode four. Yeah. I want, like... You know what? You're in a good place if you're complaining you want more. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, a pretty good place to be. Fair Absolutely. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, that'll that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, unfortunately, that also brings it to the end of this episode. So, do, pig. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered by our friends through 2000 Brigade. Whoop. 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 Uh, you can find us online right there, Anthony. At Tater Talk 93 on Instagram. On the gram. On the grams. The gram. The cat gram. Oh, no. Oh, no. Facebook Instagram is. She absolutely knows who Supergirl is. I'm just going to come out and say it. Oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, but yeah, as always, my name is Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. And I'm Joe. Have a great week, everyone. So long. Farewell. Au revoir. Au revoir.
ですね。<笑>